Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the TNJ Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at TNJ Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the TNJ Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J Man Munt. Welcome to another episode of the TNJ Man Show, episode 193. I'm Tanner Lee, Josh the J Man Munt, sitting to my right. It's Monday, July 27th, 2020. Baseball has begun. For now. Is it going to last? We'll see. We'll talk about it. NBA's about ready to begin in their bubble land. Washington football team, yes, that is their new name. Hope it sticks. The PGA Tour is still going on. Pat McAfee gets in an argument with a pro wrestler on his show and much, much, much more. But before we get into all that... The Tan and J-Man Show, like it is every week, is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. Josh and I were there on Friday night. Delicious. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle that focuses on freshness and quality. And, of course, The Damn Smoke. They were offering ribs Friday night, but I went with the barbecue tenderloin, and you got the... A tenderloin. Just regular... I don't remember. Nope. Bacon Gouda tenderloin. There you go. That is not it your was, regular tenderloin. It was very Gouda. But in addition to th- to all that, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients, which I did with a Moscow Mule. It was very refreshing. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Mantle in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be by boat or by wheels, the Damn Landing is the place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. If you want to do takeout, give them a call today at 574-223-8950. They also have taco break open as well. Yes, they do. Their tacos are great. You ready to uh, hear another probably disappointing trivia question? Well, you told it, me it's NFL-based. It is NFL-based. Like I think it's a pretty good question. Um, our answers have been quite disappointing here lately. More so you than me. <laughs> but, yes, I, I was really bad uh, with my last one. Question. In NFL history, just two wide receivers have hit 1,000 receiving yards in each of their first six seasons. Can you name those two wide receivers? I'm already not liking my chances. I think you have a shot to get one. The other guy might be a little tougher. Um, but this is our first NFL question in a while, I think. Yeah, it's nice to change it up a little bit. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Please like them on Facebook. They've been putting a bunch of uh, content out of where they're going to be. because They've they been everywhere. are selling sweet corn they've been everywhere man right now bryce plans on being at the corner of maine and fourth street in front of rochester ford on wednesday through friday 2 to 6 p.m mentone in, in rochester right i or said in front of did, rochester I, I, ford in rochester oh well, well okay wednesday through friday from 2 to 6 mentone in front of the fire station wednesday through friday 1 to 7 
Mentone Farmer's Market, Saturday, 8 to 12. South End in front of Fiesta Cancun Mexican Restaurant on the corner of 31 in Ireland. And at the Warsaw Farmer's Market, Saturday, from 8 to 12. I assume they'll still be doing their usual uh, vegetables as well, which as of a few weeks ago, they were doing fries, lettuce heads, Swiss chard, kale, cabbage, cucumbers, kohlrabi, turnips, beets, basil, cilantro, zucchini, and summer squash. Whole bunch of stuff. So you know what that means. Get your veggies. Especially get your sweet corn, man. They oh, man, I best love Best around. Corn. It is awesome. I've never tried their sweet corn. You're missing out, dude. I need what to. What is your problem? I, I don't know. And, and you know what? I'm going to go. spokesman for them, and you have never tried their sweet corn. Well, they've only been doing it a few weeks, haven't they? Yeah. That's what I thought. I haven't had haven't had time. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a busy, haven't had time. busy fella. But... They were selling sweet corn at the Noble Gnome Farm today until 6 p.m. Of course, that's over with. But, it's in the past. Uh, yes, they were selling it for, um, I think, a half dozen, seven bucks. Or, or no, a half dozen is four bucks, a dozen is seven dollars, and a bushel is thirty dollars. It's a good price for some delicious sweet corn. Absolutely. All right. Ready for some on this day? Let's do it. I have not looked at these. That makes it more I fun. I'm not prepared. We're going to give a crack at it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. A lot of Tour de France. Oh, boy. Lance Armstrong. Wow. <laughs> wow. This is, this, is, this is not good. This is kind of one of the dead periods right before, uh, right between the all, MLB All-Star game and um, training camp. This is not good. Uh, on this day, 1954... Who won the PGA Championship at Keller Golf Course? Ben Hogan. Chick Herbert. Like I would have any shot at Never heard of him. Me either. Scored a 4-3 and three win over defending champion Walter Brickemo, I believe, in the Tuesday final. Ah, oh, Brickemo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, on this day, 1983, Gaylord Perry joined Nolan Ryan and Steve Carlton to reach 3,500 career strikeouts. And he also won his first game as a Royal. Didn't know he pitched for the Royals. I know a guy who was teammates with him for the Mariners yeah. in the early 80s. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's the extent of my story. I apologize for even bringing it up. On this day in 1984, the Reds' Pete Rose collected oh. his record 3,503rd career single <laughs> versus Philadelphia. I don't. I was kind of talking about this with one of our good friends uh, the other day, and uh, it wasn't about Pete Rose, but Pete Rose and Tony Gwynn were kind of similar, and we were kind of talking about would Tony Gwynn have even lasted in today's Major League Baseball where you have to hit home runs, really, to uh, stay in the league or at least slug. I mean, his bat-to-ball skills were awesome, but uh, great question. he just slapped it the other way, and that doesn't happen as much anymore, which is okay with me. That is a great question. On this day in 1988, baseball star Tommy John commits record three errors on one play as the Yankees route the Brewers 16-3. to On one, a pitcher. On one play, he had three errors. A pitcher. A pitcher. <laughs> I, I, I want to go look that up on YouTube. I wonder, wonder if it's on there. J-Man will do it right now. Uh, I don't know anything about cricket, but this sounds cool. On this day in 1990, Tom Moody, Moody 
scores 100 in 26 minutes in county cricket world record? I don't know. No idea. (laughs) (laughs) On this day in 1992, the Houston Astros began a 26-game road trip to make room for the Republican National Convention. (laughs) What what year was that? 1992. 26-game road trip. I think that was H.W. Bush that did that. It's a long time away from home. The madness started when Tommy John fielded a ground ball by Milwaukee's Jeff Leonard. John bobbled the ball for the first air. Then upon finally picking up the ball, he threw it away for the second air. When Dave Winfield fielded the ball in right field, he threw home, trying to throw out the runner at the plate. John cut the ball off and threw it wide into the third base dugout, which accounted for his third air, tying a major league record for a pitcher in an inning. Tying a major league record. Tying, okay. But they still won 16-3, to so it uh, didn't hurt too bad. No, that's a stomping. <laughs> On this day, 1993, NBC TV was awarded the 1996 Olympic coverage for $456 million. Can was that t- the Atlanta one? Yep. I watched, uh, have you ever seen the movie Richard Jewell? Nope. That was really good about the... Uh, I know what it's about. I just, yes, I've never taken I'm trying to, to tell it. our viewers. Go for it. No. Nope, nope go for it. Now yeah. you, got, now you got it. You can't yell like that and not... Um, it's about a guy that was wrongly accused of, uh, being the, uh, uh, bomber and Olympic. Ve- See, you just ruined it. <laughs> On this day in 1993 as well, New York met Anthony Young won, ending his losing streak at 27 games. Rest in peace. On this day in 1996, uh, bomb explodes at Atlanta, Atlanta Olympic park. One killed 110 injured. You were just saying that. I was. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, on this day, 1999, Tony Hawk became the first skateboarder to land a 900. Dude, um, he was on the Joe Rogan experience back in April or March. He was really good. He seems like a really good dude. That guy doesn't age. He doesn't. He, he looks doesn't the exact age. same. He's, new, he's like 52. New Tony Hawk video game coming out soon. Dude, I got them when I was a kid, and I loved they them. They were fun. Might have to splurge. They were fun. Mm, a lot of good video games coming out soon, if you're into that sort of thing. And that's all we got for uh, this week's On This Day. Not uh, not the most strong On This Day we've ever had. But like last week was a lot better. Yes. For whatever reason. I think we had a lot of Wimbledons. We did. Or U.S. Opens. Well, we should. Well... I was going to say we should have some PGA Championship with that coming up next week, but that would have been already probably played. No, in the past it was played in August. Yeah, it's supposed to be played in May now, but COVID kind of pushed everything back. COVID's ruined everything. It really has. But the On This Day is brought to you by Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company, picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all of your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company. Call them today at 574-210-3815. thought I'd bring an example of one of the things I've got through them at the bank. Very nice and popular. Vacuum-sealed water bottle. Keeps your ice really cold. So, very high-quality products. Great service. You will not be disappointed. Give them a call, 574-210-3815. You're like, the price is right, girl. He was. Uh, 
Not the Price is Right girl. Isn't the that, Wheel of Fortune. Well, yeah, Vanna White, but didn't on Price is Right, don't they? Oh, stuff yeah, yeah, Price is Right. Comes. When you said that, I was thinking Jeopardy in my head. I was like, Jeopardy doesn't not, have any women no. on there. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, 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 I screwed that up. I apologize. Baseball season started. Yes. We got three games or three day, four days worth. Essentially, three games. We're ba- both wearing shirts uh, of uh, division leaders. Of your uh, favorite squad, the uh, Colorado Rockies. Not my favorite, my um, second favorite. But as, as much of as right you, now, as much as you as talk of about right them, now, I'd pick a punishment for you. We have fifty-seven games left. Yep, if maybe se- if the season were to get canceled, the bet is obviously. No, well, no, well, I, don't obviously know. I don't know. I don't know. That one stated now, last week. I don't think that was stated in the writing. Well, if we play a week worth of games. Um, you're pretty darn confident, man. I, I'm extremely confident. They played a really bad team as well over the week. Although the really bad teams won, so that I mean, the Orioles took two or three to the Red Sox. The Tigers took two or three from the team that had the best odds to win the World Series in the NL Central, the Cincinnati Reds. Um, Cincinnati Reds. The Marlins took two or three from the Phillies, and now their whole roster is uh, on their deathbed. Essentially, it feels like we will get into that in a moment. Um, but I wish I would have seen this last week. But I saw a Twitter thing that had, will any of these 60-game records be broken this year? So I have a few of them here. I have almost 10 of them. Best record in a 60-game stretch was 52-8. and eight. Nobody's beaten up. The 1906 Cubs and 1912 Giants. I would 100% agree. This is the first time um, that we've been four days into a season. It's the first time since 1954 that every team has a loss. Yes, I did read that. Um, That's pretty crazy. And they only had 16 teams back then. So, most homers in a 60 game stretch, you can probably guess who it is. Bonds. Barry Bonds, 2001, hit 35 homers in a 60 game stretch. I don't think that's going to happen. Not getting touched. Except Giancarlo, eh, he's only got two. Nelson Cruz has three. I did not know that. He's old. He's 40. Oh, I have a few stats coming up. He keeps on raking, though. Most hits. In a 60-game stretch, 120. That's that's two hits a game. Wow. Can, can you guess who it was? How many again? 120. Each row. Each row in 2004. You know, he's the last person. Um, no, 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 never mind. I don't know. I, I forget what that stat was I saw about him. Take it back. <laughs> Most team homers, 136. Last year's New York Yankees. Yeah, they're not touching that. The ball was juiced last year, um, and it sure does not feel like the ball is juiced this year because it's just not flying nearly as well. Uh, most RBIs, 92. Wow. Lou Gehrig. Wow, back in the day, too. 1930. Huh? Most steals, 63. Ricky. Ricky Anderson. No. Most walks, Bonds. Yeah. 90 in 60 and games. These aren't getting touched. Highest average is not getting touched. Roger Horns would be at 492. Yeah, I was going to say, you <laughs> thought we'd see somebody flirt at 400, but 492 is another stratosphere. Most strikeouts, Nolan Ryan, 180 in the 60-game stretch. I wonder how many starts that was. Yeah, 180 strikeouts. Let's, let's say he made 14 starts in a 60-game stretch, which that might not even – it might even be closer to like 12 or 13. 14 – Watch him do math. This is this 14. is fun. That's twelve strikeouts to start. Like, it's close to thirteen. It was like twelve point eight. 
Yeah, 12 points. Almost 13 straight. That's insane. I mean, 14's a lot, but of course back then they probably threw more. Most saves, 29. John Wetland, Yankee, 96. I could see that one, maybe. Absolutely. Um, although teams are hesitant to use their closer yeah. on three days in a row when they need him. So I'm, I'm honestly surprised that wasn't Eric Gagne or uh, K-Rod because K-Rod had like 62 in a season <clears throat> once, which is insane. Uh, but those are some that I don't think will be – any of them will be broken. Fun to talk about, though. A couple more things. For, as I said, four days into the season, everyone has a loss. Orioles, Tigers, and Marlins all – Nobody's on the feet, of course, one. since everybody has a loss. That as well. Um, Marlins had – I wrote this down yesterday. Four players test positive and postponed their trip back to Miami. Now they're up to what? 14, I believe, 14 of players, total. staff. I think it's 12 yeah. players. Um, their game tonight has been canceled, and the Yankees-Phillies have been canceled because that's where the Marlins played. See, the Marlins were fine in their you know spring training 2.0, but once they got went to Atlanta, one person got it. And then and it spreads. It's a, I don't know how outbreak. you stop it with mm-hmm. when you're traveling from city to city. And the testing thing is just not um, – it's not – I don't know the word I want to use. It's not ideal. Because uh, you wait a day, and really, if you're feeling sick or something, you probably shouldn't play. I mean, no, you shouldn't play. They, There's nothing. I mean, they they had four players test positive before the game yesterday. They found out and they still played. Yeah, that was yeah, that's stupid. Just dumb. They kind of um, did themselves. And it, it was it it was up to the Marlins where yeah, they want to do it. There was a group text message. And MLB wouldn't step in because yeah. uh, Rob Manfred's an idiot. I mean. I don't really know what else they could have done. I feel like they still could have prepared for all this a little better. Sure. I, I don't know. But it's the first time they've ever had to deal with it. I know. Um, but they had to know it was going to come sooner or later. I think we all kind of thought what happens when the first outbreak or what will happen when uh, the first outbreak happens. And um, we still don't know because we haven't heard anything. Their game, that they will not be playing in South Florida, I know, tomorrow. As well, and it sounds like they're going to play in Baltimore. Um, I mean, the Marlins are a bad team, but still, you don't want to see half their roster no. be out. No, and I was thinking about this today. You know, the NFL is going to have challenges too. The advantage of the NFL is they have one game a week. That does help. And they can Absolutely. really isolate those guys that weekend, wherever they are. Baseball, you're going to play two or three. Mm-hmm. So... Baseball, you're going to play six. Well, two or three at a different at oh, one, yes. one location at, at one time. Okay, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I've heard a lot of people praising the NBA. It's so much easier to have yeah, a bubble. bubble when uh, you only invited how yeah. many teams? But I will say the NBA is top-notch when it comes to organiz- sure. organizing things. There, I, I wish Adam Silver would run for president this year, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, he knows what the heck he's doing. And the NHL's done a good job, too. Zero, zero positive cases. And it's easy for them to yep. create a bubble where it's impossible for the NFL. How's soccer doing so well? Uh, I don't know. Very little, if any, cases. And they're traveling. I don't get that. Maybe it's just luck of the draw. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, and but it is frustrating when you see other countries. Sure. Sure. Got their stuff under control when it comes to sports, but we're trying. And I know the Korean Baseball League is allowing fans for the first yeah. time. Um, you know, PJ Tours had a few, but they've had three tournaments in a row with no positive cases. Yeah, which th- that was one I think they could have been playing a lot earlier, and I've said this many times. the just players just didn't want to. Which, which I 100% understand, um, but it's my whole point is it's the one sport where you could easily – 
social distance yep. and all that. Um, I, I did read on Twitter today that because uh, Anthony Rizzo's a cancer survivor, they're thinking about having him wear a mask at all times and have players that reach first base wear a mask as well um, just to try to, you know, hope he doesn't get it. Just in Will case. we see other guys opt out due to today's events? I think so. Um, you know, we we should have been prepared because this whole time everyone said, you know, positive cases are going to happen. We just need to stay calm. It happens. People freak oh, yeah. out. Yeah, Twitter was something else. Today. Freak out. Honestly, Twitter felt like March 12th or, or, or whatever kind of it was, it getting was there. whatever the date it was that everything shut well, down. Well, and I don't know if it was the same on your Twitter t- timeline. Probably a little different because you probably follow a lot more baseball than I do. But mine was all, well, what's this mean for the NFL? Yeah. What's going to happen to the NFL? That's all anybody cared about. It wasn't even the sport sure. that's happening to. Um, and I, I w- honestly wish NFL guys would stop tweeting about baseball just because it annoys me when NFL guys do that don't know a thing about baseball and they just try to give their two cents. Like, shut up. Just shut up, please. He's Social like, please. media has been a nightmare the past. Well, it's been a nightmare for a decade now. I let's really be wish it wasn't around a lot of times. It's the worst but thing that's ever happened I'm to I'm happy world. it's around for our podcast. It does make it more fun. <laughs> follow, follow us on Twitter, please. And we Instagram. Have. Very At Tim and J-Man Show. Yes, and like us on. Like us on. Let's we'll say we have few. We're just always trying to grow our audience. When's the last time we got a Twitter follower? Uh, I'll look it up. Anyway, getting back to the baseball talk. Nelson Cruz is 40 years old, and through the first three games, he is slashing 538, 571, 1.385, with three homers and 10 RBIs, 40 years old. He's one of only two players in Major League Baseball history to have a game with two homers and, a weeks ago. and two doubles in the same game at 40 years of age or older. Can you name who that was? I didn't pay attention to a single word you said. Nelson Cruz is one of only two players with two homers and two doubles in a single game at age 40 years or older since who? Oh, Frank Thomas. Ricky Henderson. Hmm. I don't know Frank played till he's forty, but he had a he good. Might have. He had some power on the Blue Jays and the A's towards the end of his career. Yeah, but I don't think he could leg out any sort of double. So <laughs> ground rule double. That's <laughs> See, what I was going for. <laughs> but transitioning to the Cubs, I uh, wrote down a few notes here. Uh, game one, Tanner and I watched together. I've never seen Fortunately. Kyle Hendricks that. Uh, it was pretty low stress. Have you noticed Cub pitchers have really good performances when I watch games with you? I, I watched Jake Arrieta's no hitter with you in Cincinnati in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's kind that's, of the one that's I was too, referring that's to. But um, but the professor Kyle Hendricks really screwed the screwed schooled the Milwaukee Brewers through a complete game, three hit shutout. Hendricks is just one of two pitchers in the last 30 years to throw a complete game shutout without allowing a walk on opening day. Who was the last one to do it? Cole Hamels, Clayton Kershaw. Ah. I don't know. I just threw out a name. He struck out nine to go along with 12 ground outs, only allowed four fly balls the entire game. Um, it's, it's insane how underrated this guy is. He is one of only four starting pitchers to have an ERA below 3.50 in each of the last four seasons. Can you name the other three? No. Oh. Scherzer, Kershaw, Verlander. Oh, about the three then best. Kyle in the game. freaking Hendricks. 
has a career ERA of 3.11. It is sixth best in Major League Baseball since he entered the league in 2014. Never made an all-star team. Never on any preseason Cy Young betting odd top 30 list, which is insane. He had the same Cy Young betting odds as Jose Quintana did coming into this year. (laughs) Blatant disrespect. Sounds like it. And he's one of only three pitchers since 1901 to have nine-plus strikeouts and zero walks in a shutout. Uh, Bob Gibson in 1966. Manics. And Chris Short. I've never heard of Chris Short. He did it in 1968. I hope he's really tall. Um, <clears throat> Google him, Chris Short, or go on Baseball Reference. Mm-hmm. I hope he's tall. I think he's a short little fella. Maybe not short little fella. He's probably like six foot. I couldn't call that short. It's taller than I am. Um, Offense looked okay on in game one. Anthony six foot Rizzo. four. Six four. That's that's that's, that's a pretty, pretty tall, tall, short guy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I will never call anybody six four short. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Rizzo hit a homer. Ian Happ hit a homer. Game two wasn't as fun for me. You uh, Darvish did not have great command at all. Boo. I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I can't he, help it. He, he had such a great second half last year, and um, he had really good stuff on Saturday, but had no where it was going, and it blew up on him in the fourth inning. You could kind of see it coming. Uh, bullpen was atrocious. Gave up five runs in five innings. Uh, but they used three guys that did not have a AAA ERA above 4.21 last year. And so you put those guys in a bullpen, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, it's uh, preparing for a disaster there. Offense had many opportunities, but only scored, I think, three runs. Um, yesterday, game three was a lot more fun uh, for me. Tyler Chatwood was awesome. Yeah, I was surprised when you tweeted about that. He uh, he was really good last year as well. Um, when he throws strikes. When he throws strikes. Yeah, it's a big he part threw of the game. Six innings, only gave up one run, eight strikeouts, only two walks. Um, bullpen was scary. I mean, Cubs were only up four, winds blowing out, 15 miles an hour. Yeah, I thought the Brewers and came back and tied the it game did not by your tweets, and then I checked them. I'm like, oh, it's still five to one. Casey Sadler. Josh is back. Casey Sadler comes in, walks two. To start the inning, thinking, here we go. I mean, he, <laughs> and, and Christian Yelich was looming. That's why it was getting a little nerve-wracking. Luckily, Kyle Ryan came in and got a, a double play to get out of it. Um, Wilson Contreras had a 450-foot homer. Rizzo hit another one. Ian Happ hit another one. Um, really like Ian Happ in there. Chris Bryant's got to get going. I think he'll be fine. Um, it was a much-needed series. I'm going to talk about Josh said the worst thing. That happened to him as I had a kid. <laughs> was, having a, was having a baby. Uh, Much-needed series win against a division opponent to start the season. Uh, Wilson Contreras, I want to talk about him a little bit. He looks so much improved behind the plate this year. You got your MVP shirts printed, didn't you? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Worked all off-season in quarantine on his pitch framing uh, with new coach Craig Driver. Um, he looks like a guy that could really climb up the board on pitch framing list at the end of the year. He, last year, was – one of the, I think he was fourth to last in pitch framing metrics. Um, they hired Craig Driver, who was a coach for the Phillies. He drastically improved Jorge Alfaro's pitch framing and JT Real Muto's pitch framing, where they're both now top 15 guys in baseball, where before they were very, they weren't even in the top 40. Um, so hopefully he has really um, helped Wilson kind of figure it out. Um, as I said, Happ and Rizzo hit two bombs this weekend. Really like Nico Horner. Um, he continued, continues to prove that he belongs. He uh, had two hits yesterday. Plays really good defense at second. Uh, KB, as Tanner said, really struggled. He went one for 14. 
Um, they held Christian Yelich largely intact. He had, did hit a two-run homer on Saturday. But the two former MVPs want to combine three for 27. Not ideal. Um, not great, Bob. It's not great, Bob. Start a four-game series against the Reds tonight. They were supposed to start at uh, 640 Eastern time, but they are currently in a rain delay. You got your wish. I did get my wish. I was hoping to kind of have a rain delay until I could get home. Um, tonight, though, Lester, the old lefty versus lefty Wade Miley. I bet he struggles throwing the first. That is the most overblown narrative created by Buster Olney, one of my least favorite baseball guys. I'm just saying, man. Um, I bet he struggles throwing the first. He does struggle throwing the first. Safe um, bet on my part. They have a much different lineup because it's the first time they faced a lefty. I know David Bodie's playing third. I think Bryant's in Forgot left. Forgot he was on the team. Um, he had a really good second half last year as well. Um, Albert Almora. I don't remember the baseball season last year. It seems like it was 10 years ago. It's been 10 years. Albert Almora's in center. Steven Souza is playing instead of Jason Hayward. Schwarber is still DHing, which I'm a big fan of that. Uh, then tomorrow night they have Alec Mills versus Tyler Malley. Then a huge matchup on Wednesday, if you can call it a huge matchup, five games into the year. Why not? Kyle Hendricks for Sonny Gray, two really good pitchers. And yeah, then another. Sonny Gray was awful as a Yankee. Another good, because they wanted him to throw a. Yeah, I, I know. What, it. What, what, what was it? Did they want him to throw a curveball? And he didn't, and he wanted Something to, like that, yeah. They mess with his pitches. That's the Yankees, was, though, man. Yeah, can't, whatever. can't have beards, can't throw sliders. Just win, baby. Thursday. Which they haven't, haven't done, haven't done in that years. in 10 decades. 10 decades, 10 years. 11. 11 years. Darvish versus Castillo, Luis Castillo on uh, Thursday. That'll be a good one. Need to find a way to split. So hopefully um, <laughs> that covers it uh, <laughs> for this week. If you're not watching this podcast, if you're listening to audio, please just go check this week out. <laughs> See some of uh, on the shenanigans. ISC Sports Network. Free and, on the ISC Sports and Network. And on the ISC uh, Sports Network Facebook page and Twitter. At and, least for a couple of days. In their free app as well. Yep. Download it. Roku, Chromecast, Apple all TV. All sorts of places. All those. You can see my handsome mug and Tanner's uh, schnoz. <laughs> and if you're listening. On the TV. If you're listening on an Apple podcast, stop what you're doing right now. Go give us a rating and review. I know you won't, but you should. Because if we get to 50, we'll do a giveaway. I'm not. Get to stop harping till we get there. We have to come up with a uh, good giveaway. Yeah, we will, but people got to start rating us. It's not that hard. You go there, you search for the Tan and J-Man Show on Apple Podcast. You scroll down, there's a rating, there's a star rating. You click whatever you want, preferably five stars. Helps us out a lot, but there you go. Commissioner Rob Manfred just came out with this statement. Oh, boy. Uh, we expected we were going to have positives at some point in time. Mm, really? I remain optimistic that the protocols are strong enough that it will allow us to play even through an outbreak like this and complete our season. Uh, we have some theories as to what might have happened. Uh, nothing definitive at this point. Um, MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred said they're doing additional testing with the Marlins. If the testing results are acceptable, the Marlins will resume play in Baltimore on Wednesday against the Orioles. Be interesting to follow. It's just, it's a strange time. Yep. Strange time. It's weird seeing what the different teams are doing in their parks. Cardboard cutouts, nothing, stuffed animals. Another thing that happened that I didn't even think could be a possibility, the Brewers and Cubs kind of got into a little little dust up, and it's because with no fans there, each dugout can hear each other yelling at each other. Yeah. Didn't, Didn't even... Crossed my mind that could be a possibility. So what the Cubs do, they crank the crowd noise up a little. Not louder. a fan of the virtual crowd. 
Oh, Fox did a horrendous job. I don't know why they're trying to fake us into thinking it's actually Seventh inning stretch is weird at Wrigley now. Yeah, they had Bill Murray on Friday with his uh, his big with his big bear, bear. cub, uh, big cub, stuffed animal yeah. bear. Strange, strange times. Uh, Adam Duvall of the Braves hit a cardboard cutout of a dog right in the head. There's another one that got hit in the head too, <laughs> but it was a person. And they asked uh, if they can get the ball, which I think they should get the ball. They absolutely. Most teams have been doing that. Yeah, um, yeah if you're if the like ball goes season, in your yeah, seat. like season ticket holders, if mm-hmm. it hits their seat or something. I I saw a picture. I think it was in Oakland. A guy was leaping at the wall, and behind him were a bunch of like stuffed animals and cardboard cutouts. And some guy in the caption was, "Try to explain this six months yep. ago," <laughs> or or it says, "Try to explain this in ten years." In ten so years now, as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Crazy times. National Basketball Association cranking up this week on Friday. They're back. Friday is when it starts. 31st. Huh? They've been playing exhibitions for the last mm-hmm. week or so. I actually like what they're doing with uh, they have like screens all the way around. Yeah, it looks pretty neat. Yeah, it looks nice. NHL looks neat too how they're going to do their, their hubs are in Vegas and one of the cities in Canada. Ottawa. I don't Calgary. I, don't, I honestly don't remember. Toronto. You can say them all. I don't British know which Columbia. one it is. That's um, city. But here's CBS Sports Power Rankings for the NBA. You got the Bucks, Fear the Deer, at number one. They have 53-12 and 12 record. Number two, the L.A. Lakers, 49-14 and 14 record. Number three, the Toronto Raptors, 46-18 and 18 record. Number four, the L.A. Clippers, 44-20 and 20 record. Number five, the Boston Celtics, 43-21 and 21 record. Number six, the... Philadelphia 76ers, who I think I picked to win the finals before the year started, 39-26 record. Number seven, the Miami Heat, 41-24. Number eight, the surprise team of the year, in my opinion, mm-hmm. the Oklahoma City Thunder at 40-24. and 24. I thought they were going to be garbage. Number nine, the Houston Rockets at 40-24. and 24. Number 10, the Denver Nuggets at 43-22. Thunder have better odds than the Rockets. Yep. After losing old yep. Russ, trading Russ for Paul. Yep. Hmm. Number 11, Dallas Mavericks at 40 and 27. Number 12, the Jazz at 41 and 23. Number 13, the Pelicans at 28 and 36. The West is just dominating. Number 14, the Memphis Grizzlies at 32 and 33. Then you got the Indiana Pacers at number 15, 39 and 26. How are they below? Because is Dippo not playing then? Well, he's been he's played in both scrimmages. He scored uh, 16 points in 28 minutes yesterday. Who isn't playing for them? Is oh. Sabonis. Sabonis isn't? Is he had to leave the bubble for some reason. I don't know if he's going to be back. But. What about Brogdon? For some reason, I thought Brogdon was Well, he out. had COVID at one time. Oh, that might be. Um, the Keens are at 16 with 28-36. Magic 17 with 30-35. Blazers at 18-29-37. Nets at 19-30-34. Spurs at 20-27-36. Suns at 21-26-39. And the Wizards at 22 at 24-40. I believe all the other teams did not get invited. That includes the Hornets, Bulls, Hawks, Timberwolves, Knicks, who got a new coach, Tom Thibodeau. Tommy Thibodeau. Poor guy. Uh, Man, he I, he might be the guy Cavs, that can 28, do it. Warriors, 29, and Pistons, 30th. Man, I think Tibbs can do it if they can get some players. Five-year contract. Knicks fans are confident they'll land Giannis. Knicks fans understand. are always confident they're going to get every free agent. When's the last time a we're good free win, agent has gone to New York? We're going to win the lottery and draft Zion Williamson. Yeah. When's the last time a good free agent has gone to New York? Was Carmelo traded? Traded. Was it Marbury? <laughs> it might be. 
Nobody wants to play Man. there. That is one garbage of the franchise. Unlikable franchise. Garbage. In this little bubble, they do have a snitch line. Yep. Snitching is seems like a very LeBron thing to do. Yeah. He, he just seems like a guy that would like to snitch. Um, Lou, it's his league, dude. Lou Williams, uh, his whole Twitter account has been about stay in the bubble, wear a mask. Where was he caught on Thursday? He Jamal Tinsley did and was picked up on video cams at a gentleman's club in Orlando. And now he has to quarantine for 10 to 14 days. Hope it was worth it for him. Rashawn Holmes, I think that's his name, for the uh, Sacramento Kings who were invited. Couldn't name him any Kings. To the, I think his name's Rashawn Holmes. I'm not. They have 2,001 sure. odds. He, he tweeted, do not cross the bubble line. What'd he do? Cross. Went and crossed the bubble line to pick up his food. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, by like a foot or something. Yes, and then he got uh, in trouble. Yep. J.R. Smith as well. He's he back. did something on Instagram. I forget what it was. He went Instagram live in the NBA, called him said, dude, they're real mad. Don't go on Instagram live because he was doing something. I think it was something with alcohol. But Dwight Howard has been caught without a mask on Instagram. <sighs> this Lakers. Is, this is how sports get canceled. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they can get this thing uh, going and finished. It's going to be interesting. I'm actually kind of looking forward to watching it. They are the most likely to finish. Actually. In in hockey, I would say. Yeah, hockey. I don't know how the two actual hubs are going to um, work, but. Can- Canada is doing a lot better job, of course. They said, no, the Blue Jays can't no. play, and now they're going to be the Buffalo Blue Jays for a year, um, which Pittsburgh. will be weird. Buffalo. They're not playing Pittsburgh? Nope, not oh. playing Pittsburgh, not playing Baltimore. They're playing I miss that. in Buffalo. Pennsylvania said, nope. I didn't see not that. Not happening. Didn't see that, nor do I really care. But I don't either. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just weird times, be, man. It'll be we- they, they don't have a home game till I think, August 11th is their first where they can actually uh, play. In Buffalo. Before I forget this, what do you think of the the Washington football team as the nickname for Washington's pro football team? Dude, it's probably better than any name they're going to come up with. pretty original. It's only for this year, unless they really like it, then it can stick, but gives them more time, buys them more time to come up with a logo and a name. I just don't. It's not gonna football team's not gonna stick. Um, I mean, they this way they 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 kept their colors. Literally just changed the emblem off their helmet, put the numbers on there. Yeah. I wonder how much merchandise they'll probably sell quite a bit. You know, it's because it, it's a it's a one, one year, year thing. thing. Yeah, it, it'd be it, worth it, some money someday. It'll kind of be like buying a Jordan forty five jersey. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Another team name thing: uh, the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, the hockey Seattle's, franchise. Uh, NHL's thirty second team yes. now has a name. Actually, pretty cool logo. At first, it might not pop to the eye, but the more you look at it, it's got some details. And, I love it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. J Man's on the fan on the bandwagon. Huge Seattle Kraken fan. Love the city. Love hockey. Love. No, you uh, don't. Love Kraken. Isn't um, isn't that what Gary uh, Sanchez nicknames the Kraken? I don't like it as a nickname for a player. Uh, what were you? What were you? Where were you getting there with the Kraken? For a team, for a team, I I, I like the well, name. I Kraken. thought you were gonna say, isn't that the name? Yeah, is isn't that? Oh. Yeah, the Gary Sanchez yeah. thing. I was gonna ask, isn't that the nickname of? Yep, a Yankees player. It is. It is. Kraken. Golf had another tournament over the weekend. The 3M. Uh, I don't know, 3M tournament, 3M Invitational, but Michael Thompson won. 
his second career PGA Tour victory, first since 2013. You may have heard of his sister, Lexi Thompson, one of the better P- LPGA players in the world. I can honestly say I have not, unfortunately. So uh, good for him. Pretty cool to see him get excited. And now he's 20th in the PGA Tour Power Rankings for the uh, WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. It's the last tournament before the first major of the year, which is the PGA Championship. I thought you were going to break out into Hey Jude. <laughs> no, nah, I'll, I'll save that Saint for you. Hey Jude. Number 19, Matthew Wolf. Number 18, Patrick Reed. Number 17, Tommy Fleetwood. Number 16, Ian Poulter. Number 15, Billy Horschel. Number 14, Tony Finau, a guy that tied for third. Uh, this past week, he was sole eighth at the Memorial. So he's getting close, but he just can't win. Who was it? Finau. Oh. Jason Day is number 13. It's nice to see him playing well again. Victor Hovland, number 12. J-Man's Bucket's favorite guy, Roy McIlroy, number 11. This will be the J-Man's Bucket prediction of the week. Rory's going to win this one. <laughs> is he? Take it to the bank. I really hope just... I mean, okay. there's no way, but somehow he he figures out this show that there's a guy that makes his book of prediction every week that he's going to win, and he has never won. Book J-Man's book of prediction of the week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering. Life, home, auto, renters, business, workers, comp, and farm. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Book it. Got young stud Colin Marikawa at number 10. Has he missed a cut since winning? Because uh, he had that. He probably doesn't have the streak. I don't anymore, think he but. played good at the Memorial the very next week, last ah. week. So Matthew Fitzpatrick at number 9. Xander Schauffele, number 8. Patrick Cantlay, number 7. Daniel Berger, number 6. Webb Simpson, number 5. Terrell Hatton, number 4. Mr. Muscle himself, Bryson DeChambeau. Number three, newly world number one, John Rahm, number two. In this guy, I feel like he's always around the top five in power rankings, Justin Thomas, number one. Didn't he win a few weeks ago? Or no, he, he blew it. He lost it to Morikawa in the playoff. Yeah. Some other big names that didn't make the power rankings, you got Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, who turned 27 today, Gary Woodland, Ricky Fowler, Mark Leishman, Henrik Stenson. Who are you picking there, T-Dog? Oh, man. There's a couple others. Uh, Justin Rose, Adam Scott. Oh, no. Justin Rose, Adam Scott, Lee Westwood, Tiger Woods all passed on this tournament. Excuse me. Who am I picking? The St. Jude Classic. Where is this play to? Memphis. Memphis. I think. Um, You know, let's go with Patrick Reed. Captain America. Isn't that his nickname? Yep, Captain America. He's due for a win. Shelby got, County, Tennessee. He got sw- tied for 12th here last year. Also known as Memphis. All right. I thought thought I, was, <laughs> thought I was right, but sometimes I'm pretty confident in my golf knowledge and it backfires on me. So, but should be another fun tournament to watch before we finally get the first major of the year out in San Francisco next week, Harding Park. So, yeah. Big fan of San Francisco. Never been. It's a cool city. Never been to California. Of course, I haven't been there since like 2004. So Never been to California. Alcatraz is awesome, though. Play that much. Do you have anything else you want to hit on? Uh, no, man. 
No. I know you have a sound bite for us that you want to I do. Talk I got to get this hooked up, so take it away for like 30 seconds. Um, few scores around the Major League Baseball. The San Diego Padres are about to take three of four from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Padres team could be clicking. Um, the Washington Nationals are losing again. They're down 2 nothing to their Toronto Blue Jays. As I said, Cubs are in a rain delay in Cincinnati. Looks like it's going to clear here uh, pretty soon. Um, Brewers are in Pittsburgh this week as well. Um, I don't know who the uh, St. Louis Cardinals play. A bunch of games have been postponed. The White Sox Indians, Yankees Phillies, of course the Orioles, uh, Marlins. But I uh, got it all hooked up there, man. I think I think we're ready to roll here. All righty. And part of the reason I'm playing this is Pat McAfee's pretty uh, popular in the state of Indiana. Former Colts punter. Former punter. Then he worked for Barstool Sports. Now he has his own show, the Pat McAfee Show. He had a WWE NXT wrestler, former champion until a few weeks ago, Adam Cole, on his show this week or this past week. And these two have butted heads on WWE television because Pat did a few things with the WWE in the past. And I forgot uh, he did that. Yeah, a little bit. He wasn't yeah. wasn't very good. I thought that, he was going to be really see, good at it, and he wasn't. Now it makes so much more sense that they did this interview. I yep. completely forgot. A lot of people forget that they've had three run-ins in the past on little segments. But... Uh, he did an interview, and I mean, he's usually a pretty calm-headed guy outside of the WWE world where he's a heel, a.k.a. a bad guy. Um, so it was kind of surprising at first to see it, and he did actually a really good job at selling this. But uh, th- these two sound bites are from the Pat McAfee show. So Of all people to say that I surrounded myself with really great talent, and that's the reason I succeeded. Of all people, you... What, a punter? Whoa. You being on a team that literally did everything. You just happened to kick a football every now and then, and all of a sudden you feel like you're really, really important. (laughs) Of all people to say that to me, that I surround myself with super talented people, and that's the only reason that I was successful. You're a psycho. We didn't say only reason. Uh We said main reason. Okay, okay. Main reason. That's exactly what you're saying. And since you just kind of took a little jab there at my profession, that have you been taking jabs at me this whole show? <laughs> no. 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 I was the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. And guess who did that all by themselves? Oh, that's right, me. Did it all by myself. No. Don't believe that. We've watched the takeovers, Adam. The Undisputed Era is the main reason why you've succeeded. But by the way, smart. That's good business. Hey. That's business, baby. That's very yeah. small. Yeah. Well, and especially for you, because, you know, you're kind of small. <laughs> We're going to go with the size thing now. Oh. F*** you, Pat. Oh. Seriously, I'm sick of your shit. I come the whole way here, take time away from my family to come to do your stupid show. And you're going to continue to disrespect me. Don't touch me. Whoa. Whoa. Adam Cole just tweeted a message. What do we have, like 45 seconds right now? Mm-hmm. He wrote out in a notes section, he tweeted. This is the first time we have heard from Adam Cole, by the way, since he stormed out of here after pushing Ty. I've had the weekend to think about everything, and it's still hard to put into words where to begin. First of all, to anyone that I offended, I apologize. Oh, that's me then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I apologize because I represent a brand that commands respect, not just because of what we do in the ring, but how we handle ourselves outside the ring. Even though he continued to push my buttons, not true. I still should have kept my composure and acted like a professional. I'm embarrassed by my reaction. I will make sure something like that never happens again. Thanks for the continued support, everyone. We didn't have a continued support. But I think he did just apologize to us, which is very nice I don't like that he just said he instead of your name. Hmm. 
uncomfortable. Are you a Pat McAfee fan? He's all right. Take him, take him or leave him. I kind of find him annoying. He's a little annoying. Um, he's no longer associated with Barstool, right? Correct. He's on his own now. I don't like many of the Barstool guys. Um, and he is on his own. Sometimes, depending on who he has on his show, mm-hmm. I'll listen. But uh, for the most part, uh, take him or leave him. Yeah, but he he is very popular. Gets a lot of listens. This show is very popular on Sirius XM, I believe it's on. Um, but, yeah, that it's, it's crazy how – after Adam Cole came out with this statement this morning, apologizing, it was on like every sports talk radio show today. There's not much going on. No, there's not. <laughs> and and that's why I think the WWE planted these seeds Smart. to do it and get some recognition because AEW is coming. They're on their tails. There is no doubt in my mind that that was completely yeah. staged. Um, I agree. I will say, I mean, I crap on pro wrestlers and their acting chops. Yeah, they're not good Although, at. I think The Rock is much better. Dave Bautista is atrocious. John Cena's getting... Uh, getting John Cena right. is also atrocious. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say atrocious, but... <laughs> he's pretty bad. He's uh, in may- the new maybe Fast better. and Furious next year. Maybe they keep making those movies. Yeah, well, they were yeah. supposed to already be out this year. But I thought Adam Cole did a phenomenal yeah. job pulling it off. He's um, he's a special talent. He pushed the mic down. He broke the, broke the mic. Yeah. I'm sure that wasn't planned, but... Yeah, but it happens. Uh, and if you go and watch the video, Cole yep. pushes one of the McAfee guys, and that's kind of what sold it that yeah. it wasn't real because there's just for for one, the guy would pr- would not go over and confront a guy that's a professional wrestler. You wouldn't one. think. Um, and it seems like McAfee would have got up and tried to, but he was he did have his partition in front of him. Oh, he did. Yeah, okay. a social distancing. And the fact that McAfee called him small. Yeah, uh, that just. He he wouldn't do that. You wouldn't I, think. I think if this plays out like I think, you'll see McAfee on well if he can with COVID and everything on WWE television on NXT, and they're gonna play off this small angle. Adam Cole's too small to get over the hump or win the big one or whatever. Even though he was champion for over a year or whatever, but that's where I think it's going. But it might be nothing. If so, then that's really a head scratcher, right? Because usually. You want to use celebrities or sports figures as angles like Rob Gronkowski. He he signed a three-year deal. He was supposed to be actually have a big match uh, upcoming next month, but he signed with the Tampa Bay. So he's now ninety-five overall on Madden. Yeah, that's a joke. But, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those <laughs> entertainment angles, and it's getting pub. It's not quite quite at the uh, Jim Everett Jim Rome segment. Call me Chris one which more time. We still will. Don't know if it was planned or not. I don't think it was planned. Yeah. I I don't think they'd have him attack yeah. him like that. Man, it got uh, got uh, ratings and I, publicity. I, I will say Jim Everett did kind of have a smirk on his face yeah, the whole time. But I don't think it was planned either. But it's just one of those things I, nobody really has said if it sure. was or not. I hope this wasn't scripted and it was a legitimate fight because that makes it far more yeah, but far I, more interesting to me. Yeah. Um, it did take over Twitter that day, though. That was interesting. Just got to be honest, didn't see a thing about it. Until oh well, you, I uh, follow a lot of uh, wrestling things on Twitter, so yeah. that's probably why. Because I don't follow any Colts, or I don't know if I should follow Barstool or not. No, I don't follow McAfee. I don't follow McAfee either. Yeah. I do find his shtick a little old. Gets a little old. Yeah. Um, he 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 does bring a nice entertainment value to College Game Day. Yeah, I... Which, man, I'm going to miss that show this year. 100% like him in the booth calling games as well because I think he's entertaining. Um, but I don't listen to his show that much. I work with a guy that 
swears by listens to yeah. every every uh, single minute every time he has a show. Sure, there's a, there's a lot of people like that. I mean, um, and he's made far more money doing this than he did playing. Football. Yeah, he made it. He made a good career choice a few years ago when he stepped Smart. away. But I thought it was funny that Adam Cole called him out for being a punter because because he he did try to be a flashy punter. Yeah, he he was the most flashy. The flashy or Marquette King. He fizzled out. Yes, he did. Quick, didn't Went to he? Denver the last of four games, never punted again in the NFL. Well, he might have got picked up by somebody for like two games last year, but I don't remember. But he was a jerk to the Denver meter right away and got off to a bad start. And Yeah. St. Louis Battle Hawks. Oh, okay. XFL. XFL. All right. No, that's a couple games. He yeah, didn't play in the NFL last nope. year. Yep. He was, he was a huge name there for about 30 seconds yep. and then – yeah, he, he had some swagger to him, too, with punt with gloves and everything. I don't, I don't know why punters try to be something they're not. I don't know. Um, they're players, too, Josh. Are they? They kick they kick a ball. Now you're sounding like Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I think McAfee could take me, though. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't want to try. Nah. I have no reason to. Got anything else, or do you want to hear Birdie Bogey and ponder it for a few minutes? Yeah, I'm not going to ponder it for a few minutes, but yeah. Let's see here. There have only been two players in NFL history to start two wide receivers. I'm going to start over. (laughs) In NFL history, just two wide receivers have hit 1,000 receiving yards in each of their first six seasons. Who are those players? Wide receivers. This is hard. You thought I was at least going to get a par. I don't, I'm not confident. Just think of one of the greatest receivers ever. I I have eight that come to my head. <laughs> eight. I mean, that's the problem. And the other guy is a current NFL player. Yeah. I'm going to try the current one. Okay. Larry Fitzgerald. No. Got a Hall of Famer, guess. Jerry Rice. Randy Moss. And Mike Evans. No, oh, I, I could have guessed 10 guys. Wouldn't guess Evans, who got into it today Bobby. with um, Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen. Keenan Allen called out a bunch of really good receivers. Keenan Allen's a moron. He's really good, though. Yeah, he is bad with me. He doesn't shut up. He's he's not better than Mike Evans. No, he's not. He might be a better receiver than Tyreek Hill, though. Like a, Yeah, a overall wide receiver. Pure, yeah, because Tyreek's receiver. speed. He's just fast. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, who, who was the other? Oh, it was um, Goodwin. Chris Godwin. Godwin. Who had a great year for Tampa Bay yeah, last that, year? They're about equal, but I would say similar. He 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 has been um, known to put his foot in his mouth with the media before. I thought maybe Julio Jones, but he didn't have thousand yards. This two I thought Larry's just years. so smooth. He's played um, for so long. Randy Moss popped my head right away when the question was was given. You and then you're like one of the greats. I'm like, oh, okay, it's got to be Jerry Rice then. Well, Randy Moss is one of the greats. He is, but Jerry, the greatest. A guy who would have been third to do it, but in his sixth year, only played ten games. AJ Green. Oh, he he, st- he only he's played. Still on that's that's an out of Bengals. He only played ten games in his sixth year, and he had nine hundred sixty-four yards. He can't stay healthy <laughs> anymore. He's so good though. Joe Burrow's favorite target. No, will he? Should be. Will Should be. AJ be there? There now. He's tagged, didn't he? Franchise tag. I don't know. I think he, he is. can't stay. When's the last time he was fully healthy for a nah, season? It's been three years or so. Because um, he was one – people kind of forget about him, but he's been one of the best receivers in the NFL since he came to the league. Yep. Yeah, um, he sure has. 
2000, Georgia. 2017, he played all 16. It's about three years. It's it's really just been a year and a half where he's been super injured. Yeah. Uh, but he he went 1057, 1350, 426, 1041, 1297. Dalton's in Dallas now, right? Yes. The backup in Dallas. Um, he is the backup. That's where he's from. He went to he went to TCU, which is in Fort Worth, I believe. Um, yes, it is. And in that's Fort where Worth. he makes his. I think that might even be where he grew up. So with the uncertainty of the pandemic, he wanted to go back home. Ooh, I like this idea. My dad has. You know, we still haven't done our one on one game, which. Who knows when that when that's going to happen? But I'm I do already, like I'm this one, the Tan and J Man Show punt, pass, and kick competition. I'm going to look like Andy Reid out there when he was 13 with the stash. Um, I'll train for that. Pump, pass, and kick. That is a very that's a good one. Yeah, um, definitely is. I don't know who would win that one. I th- I I think I'd beat you punting. Yeah, I'd shank it off. That my might foot. be the, yeah. Too much pressure. We need to do that though. Needs it needs to be kind of like a triathlon of sorts where we play one on one, then do pump, pass, and kick, and then play home run derby or something. Can I get this in writing? <laughs> Sounds like a fun day. Um, yeah, it does. Until that might get some actually some uh, some followers. Yeah, follows on Twitter, people, and Please. Instagram, and, it's, and, and like Instagram. us on Facebook. Tanner uses the Instagram a bunch. I do. It's there. It's there for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Um, and before J-Man wraps this up, I want to give a congratul- congratulations shout-out to one of our loyal viewers and listeners, Thad Mooney and his wife. And he made that beautiful wood sign there of our logo. They had their first baby girl today, Harlow Mooney. Harlow, so, I love it. So congratulations to Thad and his wife. Yeah, very exciting stuff. That is. Now you can wrap us up, J-Man. Thanks for watching us. Live on the ISC Sports Network. They also put us out on their Twitter and their Facebook. You can also download their app, free app, to watch the Tan and J-Man show. Or just go on their website and check us out um, as well. We are streaming on Audio Boom, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes. Spotify. Spotify. Apple Podcasts and iTunes are the same iTunes, thing. iTunes, I realize that as I said it. Spotify, um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. different, hopefully. Pretty much every audio platform. And if you listen to podcasts on an audio platform or know somebody who likes to and we're not on there, let us know and I will be sure to get us on there. We'd like to thank Noble Gnome LLC. Go pick up some sweet corn this week as well as our um, sponsor the book at Prediction of the Week, Travis Watcher, Union of Farm Bureau Insurance Agent, The Dam Landing, and Performer Print House. Get yourself a water bottle. Thanks for watching, everybody. We will be back at it next week for another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. See ya.